Welcome back to episode 5 of the podcast. We recorded this one back on December 11th, so some of the information is a little outdated, I guess, especially the sports information. More more developments, more information has come out since then. Um, we delve into a bunch of things in this one. We start out talking about aliens, um, we get into politics, coronavirus a little, um, the execution of Brandon Bernard, A-State's coach leaving. Um, Texas trying to overturn the election, Um, some video games, the Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather fight, a lot of sports updates, and the title of the episode, Why Not Purple? Um, You'll hear us talk about the red versus blue division in our country and why the hell we can't just be purple. But thanks everyone who listened to episode four. It's our chat with Chris Lynch. means a lot. We appreciate you listening. Hope you really enjoyed this episode. Um, and rather than putting our socials and stuff in the uh, in the outro, I'll just put them in the show notes if anyone wants to go follow me, Wade, or the podcast. And as always, I'll leave you with a motivational quote. Winners are not people who never fail. They are people who never quit. And let's get into the episode. So it looks like the aliens are here. Well, I mean, there's more monoliths popping up, that's for sure. If that's what you're meaning by aliens. I don't know if aliens put them up, but definitely something put them up. There's been more pop-up, and there was one pop-up in California. One popped up in Joshua Tree, Wyoming. Uh, I saw that a collective of artists have claimed responsibility, but have yet to uh, provide any proof that it was them. Yeah, I saw that as well. I saw that as well. So maybe did, they're just bullshitting. Did you say the first three, if you triangulated the, the locations between them, like it, it came out to the pyramid in Memphis? Yeah, the Bass Pro Shop pyramid. Yeah, that's that's odd. I mean... <laughs> that is odd. How many... I mean, that's got to be one of only a couple pyramids in in America. I mean, I know there, what, there's there's one in Las Vegas. I don't know of any... I don't really know of any others besides the one in Las Vegas and the one in Memphis. Those are the only two that I know of. Why would they triangulate? <laughs> Why would they pick a pyramid? And one of them wasn't even in America, wasn't it? Wasn't it like it was in Romania. Yeah. I believe. Why the fuck are they going to triangulate that to Memphis, Tennessee? <laughs> I mean, that's a weird coincidence, isn't it? Very. I mean, it's it's almost so weird you can't even call it a coincidence. It only has to be it has to be fucking somebody did that for a purpose. And now we have the former Israeli state security chief and former chief of their space arm space branch saying that aliens have communicated with us signed peace treaties they have an underground base on mars with u.s astronauts that are there oh i didn't hear that part yeah i didn't didn't know they had the underground base with u.s astronauts yeah yeah u.s astronauts are apparently in an underground base with the aliens on mars is that why elon wants to get to mars (laughs) he said that that's part of he wants to confirm it he wants to confirm that this is the case donald trump apparently knows about them he almost told us, but it would have launched us into mass hysteria. Who, 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 who said that he almost told us? That guy? That yeah. Oh, he said he almost told you guys, but then he decided ah, it's best for the name. Yeah. So, okay. How co- convenient of an excuse. Uh, I don't know, man. If aliens are here, they're sophisticated enough that if they don't want to be found, we're not going to find them. Yeah, I agree. If they're here, if they're here, they've already overcome enormous boundaries to get here. Yeah. I mean, bro, we're like, what, what I read today, we're 0.76 on the uh, Kardashev sk- uh, tier scale. So it means once we get to the first tier, then we'll have complete uh, power over all of the, the energy that Earth has in it right now and that we receive from the sun. We'll be able to harvest all that energy. And if they're capable of travel like this, and that means they're most likely already at, a, at least a tier two scale, which means... They're harvesting all the energy from their solar system and probably have uh, a Dyson sphere. And that's like a, sp- a sphere that encloses around a star and they use to harvest the energy from the star. Whereas we've, our, our Voyager probe that we sent out in the 70s just recently passed Pluto. Yeah, 50 years. 50 years. And it just passed Pluto. I, what was that? Were we in high school in that past or was it a little bit when we get out, got out? Probably right after we got out of high school. We graduated 2017. Yeah, man, that's... Way too long to we, get to Pluto. Be making it out of our solar system. I don't even know if they consider it out of the solar system yet. 
Is there still uh, like the Kuiper belt? Yeah, yeah. There's there's still quite a bit that has to go through. I mean, I think that, it's not, that Pluto's only like three quarters of the way out from our technical solar system. There's still quite a bit left it has got to go through. And then imagine going, trying to go from Alpha Centauri to the sun. That at, would, that's... The guy said today that at Voyager speeds, it would take 60,000 years. Yeah, that's... And that's the fastest thing we've ever launched. Yeah, 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 still. And then we launched it in the 70s. Yeah, but it's the size of a large table. Yeah, so, I mean, if people are coming here, or if, if not people, but creatures are coming here from another solar system, bro, they're... The type of propulsion they have is many scales of magnitude greater than ours because i mean what hey! oh shit you good bro that kind of scared <laughs> that kind of fucking scared me dude <laughs> um fuck um what today he was saying that it cost tens of thousands of dollars to for every pound for every pound on a rocket to move up that's just if it takes us that much money and resources to get something out of our planet's gravitational pull like it's just these motherfuckers coming from a different solar system it's so such an infinitesimal amount of energy for them to move their ship from their planetoid out into space it's like they don't even notice it it's just it probably only takes half a second yeah they can get so many trial they, they were able to do so many trial runs we can't afford to do trial runs or test runs it costs too much or not enough not enough to make progress we can't afford to do to, to have enough test runs and trial runs to make progress and even if we do, we'll fucking litter up our atmosphere yeah. with debris. Yeah, space junk. Which the Chinese did on their own, what, 2007? They they sent a satellite up for the sole purpose of exploding it and creating a bunch of space junk to show us that they could. It's like, motherfuckers, we... <laughs> this is our, all of our planet. <laughs> yeah, give us a few years when, when Elon puts up 42,000 space... <laughs> or fucking space... Fucking satellites, and then they're... Armed and ready to go, <laughs> pointed at China. The government just passed an emergency stopgap funding bill to avoid a government shutdown tonight. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, what's what's the reasoning behind that exactly? Why was the government shutting down? Uh, it was at the end of every fiscal year. They have to. The Senate has to approve. A, oh shit! I knew that. I'd... A new bill, and we yeah. shut down before. The, yeah, like we shut a, down. We shut down a few times. Three or four years ago, we shut down for like two or three months. Yeah, we shut down once in the Obama administration, I'm pretty sure, mm -hmm. as well. Um, I don't know. I didn't take time into account. I was like, why are we just shutting down? Is shit going bad? Is COVID just <laughs> ravaging our country all of a sudden? Well, I mean, shit, it is, but to a scale to where we're having to shut down the country like, uh, and the government. Trump signed it into effect, not that bill. And they also, uh, a military funding bill that he had been threatening to veto, Um got passed tonight with like overwhelming support from both sides of the aisle so now it's kind of like they're daring him to veto it dude look strengthen the military we need <laughs> to pass like a few bills every year that strengthen the military and why would trump threaten to veto a military bill that's his bread and butter yeah that's his bread and butter military infrastructure and and fucking uh, economy yeah yeah i agree doesn't make sense for him to threaten to veto a military bill no Unless you're just fucking petty at this point. Like, you know, fuck you guys. Anything that's going to help, not going to do it. <laughs> he yeah. killed that motherfucker. Brandon Bernard. Killed yeah. Brandon Bernard. Man man robbed someone when he was 18, I believe. He had a few prior convictions before that. And they locked his ass up. He's been sitting in prison. I think he was 50-something, maybe 40-something. Killed him. Killed him yesterday. After, after six of the jurors and the prosecuting attorney and judge that sentenced him all put all signed a plea all like signed a pleas begging for it to not be executed and kim kardashian pleaded with donald trump yeah, to like we were literally talking about like you were like oh man look kim kardashian talked to trump about this guy and then the next day we were talking like oh looks like he's fucking dead now yeah, yeah they killed him <laughs> they killed him like damn. in a federal prison in indiana i believe indiana and did you know utah state where uh, first marlins went up <laughs> no uh where a state coach just went oh yeah yeah um they're, they didn't play their game tonight. Their players voted to sit it out because their coach has, has just been fired for racial slurs and stuff. Apparently that's why he got the job. Wait. Okay. So was Chris Anderson going to coach them for that 
game, or is he is he going to be out after I don't know. after a state season? Ends? I, no, he he left. Oh, he fucking he left. He, yeah, he he's gone. His bags up in the middle of the season. Said. Fuck the ASA program. <laughs> he went to fucking Utah, and they're like, "Nah, fuck you, bro. We're not playing. We're not playing tonight." <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know shit. if he was supposed to coach in in like tonight's game or not. I don't know, but they're not playing it. Regardless. Well, surely if he if he left a state, then surely he wouldn't just like surely he's got to play the rest of or he's got to coach the rest of the season in a state or coach the rest of the season there. Surely he can't just yeah. be like, "Fucking, I'm out for the rest of the season and just sit out." That's crazy, bro. Um, the SCOTUS, uh, the Supreme Court, also shot down Texas's last-ditch effort to overturn the election. They were seeking to veto over 20 million votes in in other states, in, like, battleground states. It's like, Texas, keep your fucking nose in Texas. Like, Didn't Texas vote Biden? Isn't that no, they, no, they voted Trump, but it got closer than it's ever been before. Yeah, it was like split right in the middle. I remember there for a while, I was watching, and Biden was leading in Texas. Yeah, in Texas, and I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" All those motherfuckers from California went to, went to fucking Austin. Mm-hmm. Is what it was, mm-hmm. and they overloaded the goddamn state with hashtag blue. Hashtag turn Texas blue. Hashtag turn Texas blue. I mean, it was a huge hashtag on them. Bro, why why can't we just be purple? Mm-hmm. Why can't we just be purple? Why we got to be blue or fucking red? Why can't we just be purple? I'm fucking gray. I don't give a fuck about any of the political parties, really. I like, I talk. I think, I have feelings about issues I think are are important, and most of them are not important. That's the way I feel. There's only a few that I'm like, yeah, I think that this should be that way, and a whole bunch of other shit. I just have either no thoughts about or I'm just not educated enough in them to understand I guess yeah or think that you have the right to tell someone else what they can do based on on that subject yeah yeah I think that's the big thing it's like having the wherewithal to realize that you don't have enough to try and tell other another adult person if they can or can't but you know what's calming hmm. video games you video see, games. Did you see Cyberpunk 2077 came out? See, you said something about how you thought that would be the game of the year. I think you said that the uh, other day. But I have I have literally... The only thing I know about Cyberpunk 2020, or 2077 is that Keanu Reeves appears in it. Yeah. As a fucking... As an NPC. Yeah. And that's the only thing I know about it. I know it's supposed to be like um, Watch Dogs, basically. Yeah, yeah, very basically, much. I got, I, got, I got a lot of... I got Watch Dogs combined with Fallout. So it's like post-ap- post-apocalyptic GTA kind of. Uh, uh, f- very futuristic GTA. Yeah. Oh, okay, very okay. Dystopian society GTA. Yeah, dystopian society. Okay, okay. They're, they're, it's a meshing of man and machine inside okay, the Okay, so steampunk kind of. Very steampunky, yeah. Okay. Yeah, very steampunky, okay. I would say. And you can, like, play within different factions. You can outfit your character. The, the character design and modification process, and that is what reminded me a whole lot of Fallout. Okay. And, it, and the scavenging first-person shooter type graphics. It was first-person shooter. I yeah, yeah, it's a first-person shooter. But it broke. Um, they've already made back all of their money in development and marketing. So all the money that they spent on it, they've made it back just through digital pre-orders. And it broke. It's a single-player game, and it broke Steam's uh, single concurrent player record for a single-player game which Fallout 4 had at 470,000 active players at one time for a single-player game. Mm-hmm. And Cyberpunk 2077 beat the record of 470,000 the other day with, like, 1.3 million active players at one Damn, time. Damn, bro. Which, I mean... You know, of course, a lot of people are playing video games right now comparative yeah. to how they would have been a little over a year ago, but still. And Steam has probably grown in popularity. To fucking to triple that number? That's insane. That's insane. How how good is uh, the new COD doing? I haven't I haven't looked at anything on that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I many. I'm sure it's doing fine. I see. I think that they just had their season one. Everybody's doing seasons now, bro. Yep. Fortnite got everybody on that shit. Fortnite just launched a new uh, monthly membership thing called the Fortnite Crew, where you get like a certain number of like skins and stuff every month if you pay like a twelve ninety nine fee every month for exclusive items. That kind of stuff. Okay, so just just a thing to make more money. Yeah, just a thing to make more money, of course. <laughs> and I think that this season's theme is Halo. Like Master Chief is in Fortnite now. Okay. Bro, how are they doing that? How are they bringing Marvel and Halo and fucking, <laughs> fucking everything that's popular? They're just like, okay, we're partnering up with these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, I know that they actually... 
got so much money, I think, that they... No, 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 no. Never mind, never mind. I was thinking about Overwatch. Overwatch is the people... They bought Activision. Or Activision bought, bought, Over, or bought Blizzard? No, okay, Activision bought Blizzard. I don't even remember anymore, bro. I, I know that a lot of these video game uh, companies have been going, like, when lockdown first happened, some of them kind of went under, and then other video game companies bought them out. And then also it also happened whenever lockdown came back out, a bunch of video game companies dipped, and they got uh, acquisition by other people. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Logan Paul Mayweather fight? I think it's the dumbest decision that Logan Paul probably could have made in his life. I, I mean, agree. <laughs> the only dumber decision he could have decided was to fight basically any UFC fighter in a ring. In a UFC fight? In a UFC yeah, fight. Yeah, in an octagon. Yeah, like, that's basically the only thing he could have done worse. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, Floyd's going to fuck him up. Floyd's going to, like, how old Floyd right now? Like, 44? He's, yeah, 44, 45, something like that. I mean, you know... There's, if if it doesn't elite. end, if it doesn't end quickly, it's because Floyd doesn't want it to end quickly. Yeah, if it goes fucking past round three, then it's only because Floyd wants to have a show and yeah. give everybody the fucking the money. Like the Pacquiao fight, bro. Pacquiao fight went every single fucking round. You remember we watched that? What was yeah. it? Our eleventh grade year? Yeah, at Trevor's in house. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, in Trevor's house, and that was we we're not boxing aficionados now, and even less though then. Yeah. And that was one of the most boring fights I think I've ever saw. Yeah. Because uh, it went all fucking round, and they had to do a decision. Actually, I thought Pacquiao won. I think a lot of people did. And then Floyd won at the end, but... His fight with McGregor was more exciting. His fight with McGregor was more exciting. I don't... But I think that also might be, because we're older now, we like combat sports more, as well as the fact that it's it's crossing over fighting genres. Yeah. It was very exciting. Like, oh man, how, how's Conor going to do? And then he got in there and he actually did really well. That was... You can't not love that. Yeah, you can't not love that. That's like LeBron going over to the NFL and fucking and fucking shit up in like in a Pro Bowl game or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, they should do a celebrity game for the NFL. Um, before we switch topics to sports, that'd be a good segue. But um, I saw that their uh, their pay split is going to be Floyd gets five million up front and fifty percent of all pay per view sales, and Jay, uh, Logan gets. Two hundred and fifty thousand up front, and thirty percent of all pay per view sales. Um, the most money that Logan's made from a fight was his first KSI fight. He made nine hundred thousand up front. I mean, he made more than that. Yeah, but, obviously he uh, made more than the, that. They sold the out front. that arena. That was like one of the highest watched things ever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it only makes more sense for Floyd to get paid more as the undefeated champion of the world. Yeah. So yeah. I understand he getting paid five million up front. I don't know. I think if he getting paid five mil though, then I think Logan should definitely get paid like a mil. A mil. Yeah. Yeah, a million. A mil up front. That would be pretty nice. But I mean, bro, who? Also, I mean, I you do got to take into account like Mayweather probably wasn't thinking about having another fight, and Logan Paul is the one who made this shit happen. Yeah, he's the one that did all the so, shit talking I mean, and he sh- called him out. So you say two hundred fifty k up front? Yeah. That's just not much, bro. I think they should pay him at least a million. He's the one who made this happen, and he's the one who's drawn in so many fans. Like, don't get me wrong. Floyd would definitely have a lot of fans coming in, but would they be all the fucking, all of the Logan Paul fans, all of the millions and millions of fans online who are going to stream it online? Exactly. Like, no, it's not going to be. So you need to have some type of concession where Logan Paul gets more money, I think. He definitely is More money than he's being offered now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 30% of pay-per-view, I mean, he's still going to make tens of millions. Yeah. But. I saw a video of him finding out that he was fighting Floyd, and it was literally when Floyd posted the, the announcement on his Instagram. Like, Floyd, that's a, he found out that Floyd had agreed to the fight when Floyd put the promo up on his Instagram. Man, what do you think? What, what is your, what would be your feelings whenever you challenge Floyd Mayweather to fight, and then he says, all right, motherfucker, let's do it. That I'm going to lose, but probably make a, get a lot of clout and make a lot of money. Bro, that'd be scary. Yeah, it'd be scary. Uh, the main argument for Logan is that he's larger than Floyd. Uh-huh. Oh, he's got a longer reach. He's taller. He's stronger. He weighs more. 
Okay, Floyd's already... Floyd fought a man who was Jake Paul's exact size. I think he's actually a little bit heavier. Who was also heavier. a professional boxer. Yeah, yeah. This man was 43 and 10, or 42 and 10, and had 23 knockouts. So way better record than fucking uh, 0-1-1 Logan Paul, okay? And he was 6'2 six, six and a half, 6'2", 180, 190. Been training all of his life. Been training all of his life in boxing. Floyd made quick work of him. Knocked yeah, his ass out. Every punch that Logan Paul throws... Floyd should be able to slip that shit and throw three counters at him before he can even fucking react. Yeah. It should look like a mauling. It is what it should look like. It yeah. should look like an untrained person fighting the greatest boxer ever. Yeah, we'll be able to see the difference in between a professional fighter in Conor McGregor who just switched trades for a little while. Yeah. And somebody who is in good shape and just picked up fighting sports a little while ago. We'll definitely see a huge difference in that. I don't see anywhere near as a good performance out of Logan Paul as I did Conor McGregor, but... But the reason everyone's going to buy it is because there's that .000001% chance that Logan catches him off guard and knocks his ass out. And that's what I don't get. That's why I don't understand why Floyd would take it. Because $5 million, even if Floyd makes $150 million, it makes $155 million total. It's that's pocket change. He's laughing at that. Okay, so what? And it's not. It's an exhibition. It's a super exhibition, is what they're calling it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Floyd's going to go fifty-one and zero. He's not going to get another win on his record, mm-hmm. on his professional record. The but he could. But you know, if he loses, if he were to get slept, it's still not going to be fifty and one. But people are going to remember. Are going to remember that. Yeah. Well, bro, this is kind of like. Let's say, Kobe would have been out of the years for league for a few years now. If he hadn't had his crash, but... R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Kobe. Let's say um, Daniel House from the Rockets. He's like, man, Kobe ain't shit. I'll, I'll show him what it's with. Kobe, come back. He don't he can give a fuck. Like, all right, I'm going to come out and I'm going to dominate you. Like, I might have a chance of losing, like but there's... a 1v1 or, or like a boxing match? 1v1. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like Kobe, you know, he's a great, he, one of the greatest players to ever play. I'm not going to say the greatest player because that's up for discussion but he one of the greatest players to ever play he'd come back out four years out of retirement and fuck daniel house up yeah it, it might be a chance he loses he's not even thinking that there's a chance he's going to lose whenever he st- steps out on that court all he's thinking is i'm gonna show this little kid what's up and that's exactly what mayweather's fighting he's like he's watching this motherfucker fight ksi and watch this motherfucker fight nate robinson and he's like no no this is brother oh i'm sorry yeah, just yeah, KSI. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. but I agree. He, He's he, like sloppy punches. Like I can dodge every single one of them, and and in my opinion, he can. He's right. Counts. He's right in thinking that. I do think that there's a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance that Floyd Mayweather wins the fight, and it should look like he. It should look like the chances are that you know it should look like you're watching Mister Fifty and O fight Mister O One One. Yeah. Like that's what I don't get. Logan Paul has literally not won a boxing match. He has not won one. Yeah. And he gets a shot at 50-0, and 0, the greatest boxer of all time. That makes no sense to me. Think wow, about bro. all of the people who are in front of Logan Paul that deserve a shot at Floyd Mayweather. Clout, bro. Clout, for sure. Money. That's what we can do. If we get this fucking podcast up to a lot of viewers, which you guys help, always be sure to like and subscribe. Yeah, I think we're up to 130 streams now so really appreciate that that's awesome but if we get big enough on this man what one day we could like call out uh john jones <laughs> yeah we could hopefully by then it's a few years and he's fallen fallen off of his prime and we're allowed to like have blunt weapons or something and it's 2v1 yeah, we're allowed to have like swords and firearms <laughs> <laughs> i saw that jake called out like habib john jones mcgregor it's like, bro, you don't want to fight these men. Yeah, but bro, what, what is he calling them out in? Is he, I mean... Well, see, Jake... Jake it has to Jake's, be boxing, right? Yeah, He's Jake's just going to stick to boxing. Logan wants to go to the MMA. And if he decides to go to the MMA and starts calling out, and he gets a shot at McGregor, or gets a shot at Habib, or gets a shot at John, jo- whoever he wants a shot at, dude, they're going to... They are going to pummel him. Where, like, if he goes out and gets his ass beat by, by Mayweather, and he's still like, I'm gonna, I'm going to come to the fucking UFC, and whatever pussy wants it can get it. Dude, McGregor is knocking him out with his shoulder if he has to. Francis Ngannou, bro. Imagine if he called out Francis Ngannou. Israel Adesanya. Israel. Stylebender. 
Dude, he would knock him out with his heel before Logan even knew he had gotten on his side of the octagon. Which the thing about, I like about fighting sports is that unlike basketball or football, it doesn't take a lot of chance occurrences to make a win. You could just slip in a good hook and catch him on the jaw and you yeah. can take him out. Yeah. That's the cool thing about combat sports. It's like, even though you, most of the time, like, you'll know, like, okay, this person has all the advantages. Like, even if they do have all the advantages, like, any given night, somebody could take you out, trip you up, your fault, they're in an advantage, advantageous position, they're on top of you, raining down elbows, and the ref stops it, or they just catch a lucky blow, get into you, get you into a bad position, and they've got you in a submission. Like, things happen so quick, and it's so easy to have an upset. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, saying that, there's no way. I, in my mind, bro, there's less than a 1% chance that he beats Mayweather. That Logan beats Mayweather? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I think that's what's, what is exciting about combat sports. I think the most, the craziest I've ever went in sports was probably Steph's game winner against OKC. I saw that live in 2016, the deep uh, three-pointer. Mine was definitely the Ray Allen shot from the corner against the Spurs. Oh, the yes, finals, I did bro. see that live. Yeah, that oh was wild. God, bro. I was... I was in Nashville. I was uh, with my uncle in the summer for a basketball camp, and every year I would go to basketball camp, and every year for, like, four years I would go to basketball camp, and when I would be there in the summer, in, like, June, like, in the teens, you know, the finals would be going on every single year. And for four years I got to witness the great Heat finals. Of course, my favorite team of all time, the LeBron D. Wade Heat team, you know, should have won more championships than it did, but, you know, LeBron – was not a closer then, was not super clutch, so we didn't get the dubs, but I think that that was by far the time that I went the most crazy. Yeah, that I remember watching that. I was at I was at my grandma's with my brother and watched Chris Bosch get that board, kick it back out of the corner to Ray, and then all of all of Wade County just went wild right when he made that. Yeah, bro. I watched so that Steph's game winner, the Auburn uh the Auburn uh, when Auburn ran block. it back, yeah, the, the field goal block. Well, no, they kicked the field goal. They just came up short and they they caught it and oh, ran it yeah, back. Oh yeah, not a field goal block, but a field goal catch. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And Jorge's Jorge Masvidal's flying knee to the face to Ben Askren to with the fastest UFC knockout ever. I watched that live did, at at Logan's house, I think. Did you see the? Uh, it was Arkansas versus Tennessee. Joe Adams. He ran back a, a punt return, bro. Recent, uh, in their most recent game? <laughs> no, 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 bro. This is when, when Arkansas was good. What do you mean? This is whenever, whenever I watched Arkansas every week. Uh, I think it's the greatest punt oh, return. Joe Adams. Yeah, with Joe Adams. I think, I think it's the greatest punt return of all time, bro. He dodges like, like 12 motherfuckers and takes it all the way back. It's by far, I think, the craziest. You know, Devin Hester was really good, but Joe Adams, this college return, bro, like, here, I'll bring it up on my phone. So everyone who's just listening, Tennessee just just kicked a punt. Okay, Joe, Joe Adams, Adams caught, caught it. it. He's already avoided two defenders. He's running backwards right now. Okay, he ran 10 yards backwards, just jumped out like- three, four, five, six defenders. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, wow. now he's running, now he's running, now he's running. Okay, touchdown. He's home safe. Okay, so, well, we count there eight people. Eight people that fell on the ground. Eight people that fell on the ground trying to tackle him. Yeah, yeah. and at, at 1.3, looked like they had him wrapped up. Yeah, and he ran he, he ran 10 yards backwards and then tur- cut it back and ran 70 yards back to the house. That was a crazy play. You saw that live? I saw that live, bro. That shit, that, imagine seeing that shit. And that's your team, too. Like, you're from that state, and that's your college team, and you're going off. Man, I ain't had that feeling in fucking years. Last time I had that feeling was when Alex Collins, well, we, it was like a few seconds left in the game, and we were down by like a score and a field goal, or a score and a PAT, and we ran it forward, couldn't get. Like, we couldn't get a touchdown, so we threw it, like, we just fucking did a crazy-ass lateral. Like, 20 yards back, just fucking threw it over his head. And the perfect person to catch the ball, Alex Collins, our our running back, who was over 1,000 yards, he beasted and feasted for us every year we had him. He got the ball, ran it up, and I can't remember if we got the touchdown off that play or we got the first down, and then we got the touchdown. I can't remember exactly. But we got into a safe position, and then we ran a 
instead of a PAT to tie the game, we ran a two-point conversion, and our quarterback, I think, fuck, I can't remember which of the Allen brothers it was, but I know it was the... Brandon or Brandon? Yeah, it was, it was the first Allen brother, and he ran in a touchdown, for, or he ran in a two-point conversion, we won the game. Oh, my God, bro. That, was, that shit was crazy, too. That was about four years ago, five years ago. I remember going, uh, I remember going to watch an Arkansas game when Alex was playing. He used to pick the the music for Arkansas. Really? Yeah, the in, the entry music for Arkansas when they would come out. I didn't know that. Um, NBA preseason started tonight. Yeah, I was watching a little bit of the uh, the um, Houston Washington game earlier. Yeah. Uh, I don't think when I was watching James Harden had a, hadn't played yet, and it was almost the end of the second quarter, but John Wall had already. He started out like three or four for two assists. I'm not sure how it's going now, but I don't know, man. John Wall. Boogie's back. Boogie is back. Did you know that John Wall and Boogie went to Kentucky together? Mm-hmm. They finally reunited. Yep. Saw Trey Young have a nasty nutmeg pass, bro. Dude, he, he's got the best nutmegs in the league, bro. He, he, right he has nutmeg every year. That's great. What do you think about Rondo going to the, the Hawks? I think that's going to help. Like, what do you think? You got Trey Young. Already a ball dominant point guard scoring thirty and basically ten. What's what's Rondo's position? No. Are you going to switch Trey Young to a shooting guard? No. Rondo comes off the bench for what eight minutes a game, six eight minutes a game, ten minutes a game. How are you gonna? You can't justify only that many minutes a game for Rondo though, because you have what two years, nineteen million on him. So yeah. it's like, what you're going to give him? A million per minute he plays a game. He's getting eight million this year. Only gonna play eight minutes a game. Nah, he he gonna have to get at least twenty. I'd say he gonna have to, that's six man contract right there. And they've already got well, they got Trey Young, and they've got that nice shooter. I can't remember his name, but he's he's pretty young. He's I think he's like in his third year. He's a he's a white shooting guard. And they've got John Collins, who's an up-and-coming power forward. He's He almost made it into the All-Star game last year, so he's pretty good. Who else did they get? Did they sign somebody else? I feel like the, I feel like the Hawks got somebody else. It wasn't uh, – not the Morris Twins. Um, Hawks free agency signing. I could be wrong about that, though. But I feel like they got somebody else. They got Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah, Bogdanovich. And they got Gallinari and Chris Dunn. Damn. That was actually, damn, that was a good free agency signing, bro. Those people, you mean? A good free agency performance by them? Wait, 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 wait. I don't even... I don't think that's right. Yeah, no, no, okay, they got Bogdanovich, bro. That really helps them out. They're going to be in the playoffs next year. Especially if Trey keeps dropping 30. What well, their, their starting five is going to be Trey Young, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Danilo Gallinari, John Collins, and then I don't know who the fuck their center is, honestly. Um, but then they got Chris Dunn, who's a pretty good rookie. He, he defensive. He's not yeah. a point guard, though. I don't know. Probably have to, You could probably trade him. I don't think you need a third point guard, especially when you got Trey Young and Rajon. Chris Dunn is kind of a non-factor because he really – is like kind of like a Rajon Rondo lockdown point guard. He just don't have the vision. A little bit more of a scorer and shooter. Rondo's shooting has improved drastically. Well, for sure. But, I mean, when you're in the league for 10 years, it has to improve or you're going to get kicked yeah, out. Yeah, and when you're coming from not being able to make a shot at all. It'd be like if Ben Simmons started making like five three-pointers a year, we'd be like, wow, he's improved fivefold. Yeah, if he was making three-pointers, then they wouldn't trade him for James Harden. Yeah, I saw that uh, James' number one destination is Philadelphia. Well, nobody else really has anything they can trade for him. I mean, what his his other destinations have been the Nets, the Heat, and the Heat. I know, I told you, bro, we were talking about how James Harden might go there, and I was like, we're not going to give up Tyler Hero for them. They can forget about that right now. And then, like, what, six hours later, we saw a news report about the or the Heat not wanting to give up Tyler Hero for a trade? Yeah. I fucking knew it, bro. Tyler Hero, he's, in my eyes... In the next few years, he can be dropping 20. 20 a night with his eyes closed. We don't need to get... Jack Harlow doesn't make a song about you if you're not a good basketball player. You're right. But then again, we do have a song called Mo Bamba. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know what the fuck that motherfucker has done. I mean, does he still play for the Magic? I don't know. 
they played for the Suns. Or am I thinking of DeAndre Ayton? DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton plays for the Suns. Um, I think Mo Bamba still plays for for the Magic. <clears throat> he does indeed. Did you know he has a seven foot ten wingspan? A seven foot ten wingspan. Yeah, bro. He's seven foot with a seven foot ten wingspan. What the fuck is? He averaged five five and point seven this last season. Wow. Or like Tom Brady, like bro. Yeah. What are, we, what are we doing? There's not even a song called Michael Jordan. Yeah, there is. Kendrick Lamar has a song called Michael Jordan. Oh, really? Be like Michael Jordan. Oh, I didn't. Yep. Probably because I don't like Kendrick Lamar very much. <laughs> it's off his, uh... I can't remember which album. Before the Pimp of Butterfly. So, what do you think the winners for the uh, the Washington-Houston? I don't think either of them got any better. I think Houston got rid of somebody who didn't want to be there and probably replaced it with somebody who's happy to be there. And same for Washington. But probably not as much. Like, I feel like Russell's happy to be there, but John didn't necessarily want to leave. But in terms of, like, if they either of them actually got, like, a better basketball team, I don't think either of them got better. I don't think they did. I don't really either. I mean, okay. We'll say... Washington is definitely better than they are last year because last year they didn't have a Joe yeah. Wall. Same thing with the year before that. Yeah. So now they have a Russell Westbrook and a, and a Bradley Beal, but... I think it helps both of their locker rooms. It definitely does. I don't. I think that especially in Houston, like in Houston, the... Uh, you know how they got rid of Clint Capella? Mm-hmm. They got rid of Clint Capella exclusively because of Russell Westbrook. And Clint Capella was a good big man. Like, he was... Yeah, and they had him signed to, like, a, like a single-digit contract. Yeah, like it was... Like, a sing, I mean, I guess... I think he, I think he was still on his rookie seven, deal. A seven-digit contract, but... I think he was still on his rookie deal. And he was... He was only making a few million a year uh, when we traded out. Because I think him and Bam had, like, basically the same deal. For arguably one of the best defensive centers in the league. Yeah, arguably one of the best... Or probably top five defensive center in the league. Yeah. And they got rid of him. Plus, he's a good lob threat as well because yeah. he's athletic and they got rid of him solely so that Russell Westbrook could attack the rim and you know they got rid of him and then once they got rid of him their tallest person in the roster was 6'7 okay yeah and I think that was Kelly Oubre and now Russell's gone and they're about Russell, to lose James yeah they're, they're about to lose James because like I remember telling you I was like if I was the Houston Rockets I would bring in the I would bring in the uh, John Wall trade and then try to make him fit with James Harden as much as I could because he would as long as it went good and he wasn't you know ball hogging like Russell and because James or John Wall will pass the ball he is not selfish he doesn't pass the ball to pat his stats he passes the ball because he wants you to shoot when you're open yeah and that'll help with the ball it'll help get a lot more open threes because John Wall is just about as effective at attacking the basket as Russell Westbrook is but he's way more willing of a passer and he helps the offense flow smoothly the only thing about John is like when I say the only thing about John Russell couldn't do it either he wasn't a very good spot up shooter John is better than Russell at spot up shooting but of course that's not his thing he usually is a ball dominant guard who takes it in kicks it out runs the pick and roll and gets to the rim and shoots middies because he's pretty good at off balance shots but Houston added some size with Boogie too Houston did add some size once they got rid of Russell they were like ah man this small ball shit ain't working yeah this I you know, once they got also got rid of uh, D'Antoni, like the king of small ball, mm-hmm. they decided to get away from him a little bit. With his uh, Silas, I think Adam or Paul Silas is his name. Yeah, I think you're right. And he's black head coach, and he's basically a rookie. He's never had a head coaching job before. I think he's only been a defensive coordinator for a team. And this is, I mean, I think that's really why James Harden and Russell Westbrook wanted out. They, because if you if you sign off on a black coach, you know people are gonna be like, all right, black coach. But you know, so many so many players in the league right now, right now are like, we need more black executives, black coaches, black people on the staff because there's just so many white people. So if you're gonna be a superstar, and what there's there was two black head coaches 
Mark Jackson got fired from the Warriors. He's an analyst now. So there's Doc Rivers. Is there another? There's Tyron Lue as a head coach again. Those are the only two that I don't know. And now Paul Salas. So, I mean, it, you can't be somebody who's not going to sign off on a black head coach. Otherwise, you're going to be just totally Ostracized. ripped. Yeah, yeah, you're probably just going to be ripped in social media and everything. So they had to sign off on him. And then after they signed off on him, they're like, the people, we don't, we just don't want to play with each other. Yeah. So I think what they really di- didn't like was the new head coach. They didn't buy into his system. So they split it up because, I mean, you know, they're Brodies. They're, yeah. they've, they've been friends for a while. They've, they've played with each other since AAU. And they played each other in uh, OKC. So, I mean, I I think that's the problem there. I think that's why they, they ripped that up. Went from a fast-moving, small-ball D'Antoni coach to a defensive-minded OG-type offense. See, I don't know about that. I don't know what Paul South's offense is. Um, so I can't really say what he has. But I know I'm, I know they didn't buy into it. But... Harden buys into D'Antoni's offense. That's why he wants to go to the 76ers. Yeah, D'Antoni's coaching now, right? Yeah, also, apparently, uh, Daryl Morey, the uh, GM. Uh-huh. Who was the GM at Houston. He was GM at Houston, and now he's GM at 76ers. And apparently, James Harden has said on multiple occasions that Daniel Morey has uh, he's changed his life. That's how much of a big... That's how big of an impact that he has had on James Harden's life and career. Okay, well... That would probably help him out in getting James Harden. Yeah, I would say that's why Philadelphia. I think James is Harden is probably going to go there, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. I thought you wanted to go to a contender. <laughs> I mean, Seventy Sixers are a contender. Long, I mean, they just need. Do they just need Harden? I mean, yeah, they just need Harden. Really, they they needed to split up Joel and Ben Simmons because one of them needs to be able to shoot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's they they've tried it. And we just know that that combo doesn't work. I mean, shit. Last year, maybe if they wouldn't have given a max to Al Horford, maybe gave it to somebody else. Like Paul George, they got Paul George on that team. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, and he played like Paul George. Yeah, if he would have played like Paul George. I mean, speaking of Paul George, what do you think about that contract he got, man? Five years, two hundred and twenty-six million. You think he's worth that? No, I think he's overpaid. I don't. I don't sign him that contract right now. No, no, no. Before last season, I would have. Yeah, he was. He was third in the MVP race. Yeah. So I. I just think this past season hurt him probably as much as it could have. Not even really this past season. It's the playoffs. Because. What what was it? The uh, the s- game seven. He had like four points. Against the Nuggets, the closeout game. I think Kawhi had single digits, so that game too. Yeah, yeah. Kawhi and Paul George both did not show up. But was it they in the last three games, they're going into the second half, I think, their lowest uh, lead was like 14, and another one they had like 19 and a 25-point lead, and they blew all of those in the last three games to lose it. Yeah. The 3-1 lead against the Nuggets. Yeah, they were up 3-1. Last year, Paul George averaged 21 and a half, 6 and 4. That's not quite max numbers, but he is playing with Kawhi. another max player. And he also, he, he didn't play a lot of games last season. Yeah. Because he was coming off two uh, shoulder surgeries. Yeah. Boy, dude, that's something I don't really think about with PG is how banged up he is. Pretty banged up, bro. He's pretty banged up, but he's younger than Kawhi. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he's younger than Kawhi. Wow. And... While Kawhi isn't as banged up as him, you know, we know how Kawhi likes to load manage. Yeah. Basically every other game, he's not there. (laughs) Yeah. Get a rest. Yeah. So, I mean, can you – that's the thing you also have to take account into max salaries is that, like, how often are they going to be there? Can you really afford to give somebody a max salary if they're only going to be on your team for 50 games? No, you can't, and expect to win a championship. Like, last year, I think Kawhi and Paul George, when they were both healthy and on the same team, they played less than 20 games together. Okay. Including playoffs or regular season? Regular season. 
it just took him a while to get, you know, like finally whenever Paul George back, Kawhi was a little bit banged up, so he wasn't playing. And then Paul George would be a little bit banged up, so he'd be load managing. And then Kawhi would be back in. Then Kawhi would be load managing. It's like, and then you get to the playoffs. Then you get to the playoffs, and you don't have very much chemistry. This next year should be better than chemistry, but from what I've been hearing, uh, you know, Trez left. Yeah. He, he was a locker room problem, apparently. And apparently one of the reasons why he's a locker room problem is because one of the reasons Kawhi doesn't lead. Kawhi is really ambivalent about everything. He doesn't take, I a, can see that. take a hands-on role. He just kind of lets things go as they are. And also... Paul George and uh, Kawhi, you know, that was their first year there. Trez and Lou Will, they've been there for a while. Mm -hmm. So the same thing with Pat Bev. And what they learned was that Paul George and Kawhi were both getting preferential treatment. Like, they were deciding when to do practices, when they would come, when to do load managing, basically all that shit. And Trez and Lou Will were just fed up with it. Like, we've been here so many years. Both of us won six-man-of-the-year award for you. Both of us are able to drop 20 points a game for you. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like we don't ever take days off. We don't ever take days off. We go our hardest all the time. And these new motherfuckers are coming up in here and they're taking days off and they're telling us when to do practice, when not to do practice. Even when they are here, they're not going hard. Just, I think that's really what fed up uh, Trez to go to the Lakers. I think that fact, he, he just was like, fuck the Clippers and their organization. I'm going to go to the Lakers and I'm going to fuck them over. Yeah. I'm going to go with dudes that... I know LeBron ain't skipping practices. Yeah. I mean, LeBron doesn't load manage. Yeah. Ever. And that's one of the things I like about LeBron. He gives everybody their money's worth every single night he goes out. Yeah. Yeah, he does. You're right. Of course, you know, he doesn't... He's not always playoff LeBron, but I mean... He still gives you a show. When's the last time LeBron had a game under 10? Ever? <laughs> I mean, he has the longest streak. Yeah, I think he beat Jordan for the longest streak, like, last year. How, it must be so easy for LeBron, to, but it feels so easy for LeBron to put up 10 in a game. Yeah. <laughs> so easy. Bro, once he gets within five feet of the basket, it's like he's making it. Yeah. There's over a 50% chance of him making it or get fouled. And even if he doesn't get fouled, they might still call a foul because he's the fucking king. Exactly. So, did you watch any NFL? Any NFL? Mm-hmm. Uh, only, I think the only game I actually watched this past week was what we watched last night when the Patriots played the Rams. Yeah, while we were at the bar? Yeah. Well, I watched the Giants uh, play against Seattle, and that was a good game. It was a low-scoring game, but it was a good game. I saw that they, they upset Seattle. Yep. I, I did see that uh, Washington beat the Steelers. I didn't watch that game. I was waiting for the 49ers game to come on, which I'm not going to talk about that on podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, they definitely beat the Steelers. One of the one of my guests at the hotel is a Steelers fan, and he was coming in and out all night. He, every time he came back through, he was more drunk than he was the last <laughs> time. You could tell. And he was always complaining to me about how the Steelers should not be trailing or this close to the, to the Washington football team, the motherfuckers who don't even have a mascot. Yeah. So, name. anyways, the Giants beat the beat Seattle, seventeen to twelve, and it was not a good game for the Seahawks. Honestly, like you know, Seahawks have, or most season they have bad defense, really good offense. Well, of course, you know they only sco- scored twelve points tonight, which is weird because they're usually scoring twenty plus, and that's the only way they've been, you know, good. DK was the leading receiver. He got held under hundred yards. Of course, I mean. That 87 overall player from Madden right there. Yeah. Fucking DK Metcalf. Russ threw under 300 yards, only had one TD, and they didn't really put a lot of pressure on the Giants. I mean, they, they kept them from passing. They didn't have a lot of passing attempts, but at the same time, they didn't really need to pass because they just rushed it. Um, Wayne Gallman, he had 134 rush yards, and he averaged 8.4 yards a carry. Damn. Eight point four yards a carry. That's almost a first down every time he every time he gets the ball. Yeah. And he only ran, I think, like like eleven times, and he had one hundred and thirty four yards and a TD. But the Giants' defense really did great. The offense, the offense for Seattle, they looked pretty good early on. They were moving it up and down the field, but they just kept on having to having to settle for long field goals 
for a punt. But they were getting good plays. They would like chip, 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 and then like third down, they get like a 15-yard play with DK or something like that. That's how the game was going for them. Then after the second half, man, the Giants' defense turned up. They got a total of four sacks in the game and one interception, and they put the pressure on Russell West or not Russell Westbrook. Uh, <laughs> they put the press, pressure on uh, Russell, Wilson. Russell Wilson the entire game. I can, that see, was, I can see why you get confused. Yeah. Did you see? Did you hear about the Charger Pack game? Did I hear about it? Yeah, the Charger Pack game. Well, I mean, was there something that happened? The char or the Patriots beat the Chargers forty-five to zero. Yeah, yeah, we watched it last night. No, not 45-0. The Patriots beat the Chargers? No, yeah. the Chargers beat the Patriots last night, right? We were watching the Rams versus Patriots last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my yeah. bad, my bad. Yeah. yeah, the Chargers, or the Patriots beat the Chargers 45-0. to And the Chargers, bro, they kept on making it down there to, like, the 40-yard line. They tried to kick a field goal, and they wouldn't make it. It was, it was, it was pathetic. It really was. But the Pats, I mean, bro, the Pats, it was it, it seems like a really uninteresting game, especially offensively. But Pats had good defense, and they were just chipped down the field. I mean, I don't think – I think Cam Newton had like 89 yards. And I think I, he might have had one touchdown pass. I can't remember. don't think he had an interception. And then Jared's – no, he had one interception. He didn't have any touchdown pass. He had one – he had – one interception, and then Jared Stidham came in, and he threw for, like, 81 yards, and he had one interception. And then the pass scored twice on special teams. And the – actually, I take that back. Cam Newton had one passing touchdown. It was to some white guy named Gunnar Olszewski. Okay. <laughs> it was a Russian name, bro. I have no idea. But he, he caught a touchdown pass. And he also ran a punt back for a touchdown, and he also had another 70-yard return with, with the punt. So he was tearing shit up. Damn. He was tearing shit up. Sounds like a uh, uh, a Taysom Hill. <laughs> Sounds like a Taysom <laughs> oh, Hill. Yeah. A multi-threat weapon? A gadget guy. A gadget guy. Browns and Titans were pretty inter- uh, pretty entertaining, too. Browns beat the Titans 31-35. to 35. And Baker had, like, his first good game ever. Three or four touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, four touchdowns in the first half. Didn't throw another one, though. Threw for like 334 yards, but... Bro, I mean... He had... Nick Chubb, you know, he rushed for 80 yards and two TDs. And then he had two receivers for uh, a combined total of 200 yards and three touchdowns. Damn. But they did have three sacks. They were getting after Ryan Tannehill really good. They're getting after Ryan Tannehill really good. Even though Ryan Tannehill had 400 yards passing yard. Damn. But, I mean. I'm probably more knowledgeable about football, NFL football now, than I ever have been. And it's it's the one time that I'm not actively participating in fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, well, we all know the reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> League's full of a bunch of pussies. Corey Davis, bro, for the Titans. I've been watching him for a, a minute now. And he, he's one of the receivers that got picked over DK Metcalf. The same thing with uh, Debo Samuels for the 49ers. Okay. And A.J. Brown. Actually, yeah, A.J. Brown. Yeah. I'm sorry, not Corey Davis. I was thinking about A.J. Brown. <laughs> I knew A.J. They went to school together, right? Yeah, they went at Ole Miss together. Yeah, yeah. Corey Davis had 182 yards receiving off 11 receptions and a touchdown. Bro, Derek Henry had like 13 carries for like 40 yards. That's why they lost this game. 13 carries for 40 yards. Yeah, bro. That's why they lost this game. On third down conversions, they were two for ten. Mm. Though, on fourth down conversions, they were three for four. Okay. But, I mean, bro, if you put Derrick Henry in, fourth down conversion, just, or third down, he going to get that. They only ran him like 13 times. He only had 40 yards, bro. I don't know why. I'm sorry. He had 15 carries for 60 yards, and he averaged four a carry, and they just... Didn't give me bro, average of four carry, bro. Just give it to him three times and he's got a first down, like bro. Did you watch any college basketball? College basketball? I didn't watch very much college basketball. I only watched one game of college basketball. The uh Creighton Kansas game. Who won? Uh Kansas won seventy three to seventy two. Seventy three damn. It was a really good game. Duke got beat by Kansas too. Number nine Duke got beat by Kansas. Yeah. And number sixteen North Carolina lost to number three Iowa. 
So mm-hmm. both North Carolina teams went down. Uh, remember how I told you uh, that McCormick kid from Kansas? He's number 33, really tall, really yeah. good at the hook shot. Yeah. He had 13-7, and seven, and the only reason he only had that many points is because they stopped feeding him the ball. Creighton, their tallest person on the team is 6'7". Did you know that? I didn't, but I knew that they relied heavily on their three-point shot. Well, like heavily, heavily. And in their first game, I think they missed like, I think they, only, they were like three for 27 on three-pointers. Uh, Kansas, their forwards and centers had like 50 points total. Their best player, Jalen Wilson, went 23 and 10. And he only played three. Uh, Tim Boards? Jalen Wilson. Tim Boards? Yeah, Tim Boards. Uh, he only played three minutes last year, too. And he's like. Wow. And right, right now he's averaging 16 points, nine rebounds, and 1.2 steals off 50% field goal shooting. Just in, fresh off the hot, fresh hot off the press, the FDA has officially authorized the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine. You know, funny thing, you say that right now. Earlier today, uh, they're telling, uh, they're pressuring the head of the FDA, the FDA chief, into signing that, uh, the Pfizer Bio BioNTech yeah. um, um, bill. And if he didn't, then he had to sign his resignation. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> wow. Wow, okay. So that's a little bit of pressure, don't you think? Yeah, that's a little bit of pressure. And while we're on the note about vaccines and treatments and stuff, I do want to say Greenwich Life Sciences just released their research from the past five years on a cancer drug. And over the past five years, in every single person who the drug was given to, 100% survivability rate, 0% return of the cancer. That sounds like a cure to me. That sounds like a cure to me. Of course, it's only five years of study. So the thinking is, well, what happens 10 years from now? You know, yeah, does the cancer obviously. come back? But we've never had anything performed this good. No cancer drug ever. No, nothing's ever had a 100%, you know, success rate. Otherwise, that definitely would have been the thing to be used. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Their stock jumped 2,000% in the day that it was announced. Damn, I wish I would have known about that. I would have... I, I, when, when I was telling you about it, I didn't know that they were a publicly traded stock. Well, you know, you, you stopped me from making like two thousand dollars. <laughs> I would have put like a hundred in, and it came out two thousand. Yeah, that's what happened. So thank you. I know for every one dollar you put in, it made two thousand. Right, two thousand percent jump. Yeah, but a one hundred percent jump doesn't mean that it increases a hundred. Oh yeah, double. Yeah, double. hundred times. I'm I'm sorry. Sometimes I can be, be a real, 20, be I can be a real dumb axe. It'd be 20 times. That's what it'd be. Well, wouldn't it be amazing if we could end 2020 with a cure to cancer? <laughs> yeah. Starting off 2020 to fucking the disease that's going to kill everybody. Ending it with curing the disease that's going to fucking... That actually does kill everybody. Yeah, the, the actual disease that kills everybody. That'd Amer- be fucking nice. America had its darkest days and the deadliest days in history. One of its deadliest days in history the other day. This past Wednesday. Yeah. More than D-Day, even. Or 9-11. Or 9-11. Or Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think about. It's crazy to think about. It, well, it's even more crazy to think about that uh, that number you gave me about how many people, uh, U.S. people died on... Um, in D-Day? On D-Day. You know, of course, like, I would have think that would be way more than the amount of people that got killed in covid the other day obviously yeah, yeah. over but, three thousand died from covid alone the other day and that's more people that died on d-day for america yeah yeah u.s soldiers that died obviously on tens of thousands of people died but we were just like we'll arm you yeah. <laughs> you motherfuckers run over that sand you dumb bitches <laughs> and then we'll come in behind you and mop that shit up mm-hmm. when you guys are all dead on the ground bleeding out fuck we just provided all the ships and planes and guns and bullets yeah, because we're the best industrials. Industrials. For industrials. sure. Industrials. Mm. For sure. Well, what you say we made 27 battleships in like four years? Yeah, yeah, in about four years. Not battleships, sorry, aircraft carriers. Aircraft carriers in four years. We got attacked by the, the Japanese in Port Harbor in 1941, December And at 7th, that time they had like three or four. Yeah, and I believe we had four. By the end of the war, carriers. we had 27, they still had three or four. Yeah, I, actually, I think that they were down one. We oh. had sunk one of their aircraft carriers. Yeah. They weren't. Which, dude, do you know how hard it must be to sink an aircraft carrier? I can't even think, bro. Like... Because, like, some battleships would take kamikaze attacks and be able to to get back to port, you yeah. know? Oh, planes. 
And that's just battleships. Yeah, they got bombs on them and shit. They can just fucking just boom. Yeah. Blow up the deck and they fucking just, all right, give this back to port, fix this bitch up, we'll <laughs> yeah. go back out, kill some more Japs. Yeah, yeah our, our industrial might is why we won World War II. For sure. I mean, that's going to be the reason why we win anything is a lot of it is because our citizens care more than other citizens. Yeah, but we can outproduce. We are the land of wealth. We are the land. Of, we are the wealth. We'll, we'll just call ourselves the land, the wealth, not the land of wealth. The wealth. Yeah, we are the wealth yeah. for sure, for sure. You know, uh, the other night I saw this. I was happened to be watching this. Uh, is a documentary on like. I believe that it was Nigeria. It was in Nigeria, and it was like a seven-year-long doc. And in the beginning, it showed like. Um, these people, uh, like a bunch of coconut farmers and stuff, mm-hmm. and how they made their living, like harvesting coconuts and stuff. And it was like two years later, and it was the prime minister coming in and saying, like, oh, oil companies want to start drilling um, offshore. They're going to bring in a bunch of economy and tourists and just all this stuff, right? And so the people agreed to it. They were like, we'll go work for the oil companies, all this. It fast forwarded like four years later, and their beaches were just trashed their way of life had disappeared they hadn't been none given any jobs job. yeah, yeah none of them had jobs no money had came to the city then it flashed forward like seven years later and it was where it had been like jungle and dirt roads and them like carrying baskets on their heads mm. it was like paved streets with cars and gas stations and it was like a city yeah and it, it was just wild and it's like is that better or worse you know well are they throwing their shit into the streets every night or are they shitting in a toilet that's what i have to ask they're shitting in a toilet, but that thing, that's thanks to Bill Gates. Bill Gates totally fixed their plumbing problem. That oil company wasn't going to fix their plumbing problem. All right, well, they fixed everything else. Fuck those kids. <laughs> they did fix everything else. They going to pave their streets? No. They going to make a car? No. They they're should. just going to sit out there and tie fucking ropes together and catch a fucking monkey by the leg and eat that bitch raw. That's all they're going to do. They should pave their roads in graphene. Yeah, that new thing that's like... Discovered in 2004. Yeah, way more conductive than copper. So they're going to start using, or they want to use that in like spaceships and stuff because it's only a fraction of the weight, way more durable. Yeah, stronger than steel at, at, at way, at a fraction of the weight. Yeah. More conductive, more elect, uh, electrical conduct, uh, conductivity than copper. It's like they found mithril or something. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. If if it's gonna save us tens of thousand dollars, tens of thousands of dollars per pound whenever we ro- launch a rocket ship, then it's definitely worth it. At least I think so. SpaceX successfully launched their Starship the other day. Their Starship prototype. Starship. That makes me think that if it's a Starship, then it has weaponry on it. No, it's like no a photon no laser that can like wipe out Berlin. No, this this rocket's actually no more. All that's left of this rocket is now a the nose. That's all that's left of it. Yeah, because they took all the weapons. They only left the thing that wasn't a weapon. weapon the nose. <laughs> That's all they left. That's all that wasn't weaponized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was their first launch of this prototype. Went well. They had no plans of relanding it, so they just crashed it. Um, the nose will be going to the Smithsonian, and they're going to build another one that looks very similar to this, and it will be the thing carrying the first humans to Mars. Okay. It's going to be a starship. That's what it's called. The SpaceX Is it starship. Have the same type of propulsion? Yeah, yeah, chemical propellant, same everything. But there will already be the new rockets, the the get you back to Earth rockets, mm-hmm. will already be on Mars being fueled up by the time they'll already be full of fuel. Are by we the time be the astronauts them get there, there, or are we gonna be are we create them, take them there, and then the rockets are the rockets come in pieces. They'll land in pieces, okay. and robots will assemble them, and then they'll robots. So they're gonna they're gonna kill us on purpose. Because no. they don't like organic life forms. You got to program them to not like organic life forms. Yeah, but yeah, but it's also going to be Elon Musk's colony. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be Elon's colony. But you know, he is scared of AIs. Actually, not so. He wants. He just wants to join them. But he could. But he could design reason, a robot to kill humans without incorporating any AI. He is a robot. I thought that's why he wants to join AI. Right? He is an AI himself. And no, he, no, he's on, trying to... Only his son, Ja-A-E-12-XYZ. I thought it was like... X-A-12. Yeah, it's something like that. Named and actually, like it, his favorite plane. Yeah, and, and... Well... Kind of named. The A-12 part came from uh, the Thunderbird. 
kind of, but <coughs> kind of not. But do you know how I say his name? Exache twelve. Hmm. Because the a, the a e part is spelled like ash, and then it's a dash twelve. It's x a uh, x x a and the x a is is pronounced ash, and then it's a. It's like a conjoined x a. Yeah. So I call him Exache twelve. Exache twelve. Exache twelve. That's probably what they call him too. Exache. Bet not. I bet they call him like twelve. <laughs> hey, A twelve. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, fuck. bro, fuck celebrities and their dumbass names. Yeah, they do that a lot. When you're uber rich, you can you can name your child, your offspring, whatever you want. Yeah, you can people name have your, to respect them. Your last name's West. You can name your daughter North. Oh, that's Northwest <laughs> right there, like <laughs> motherfucker. In Chicago, that's actually Ray J. Ray J. Child. Chicago, I think. I think one of their kids is named Chicago. Really? I believe so. Like, like the rock group Chicago. Like the or the city, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like where Kanye's from, where Kid Cudi's from. Oh, one of Kanye's kids is named Chicago. Yeah. I thought you meant one of one of the people that that was in the rock group of Chicago named their kid Chicago. Okay, that makes sense. Well. Another successful podcast in the books. 